Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Hunting Photographer. Today's is going to be much shorter than many of the other podcasts. We're just tackling one topic, and it's a little bit tough to not get in the weeds on this one. I think we did a pretty good job of not going uh, to some places that would be easy to go, but we're talking about uh, staged photography versus authentic photography. So let's listen into that conversation. I'm not good at accents. If someone's talking in an accent, then I can talk in an accent. Oh, Canada, eh, bud? Oh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? What do you got in your left hand there? Yeah. Got Coors Light. Nice. That's not Canadian, but... I whatever. know. It's born in the Rockies, which technically they extended to Canada. They're the Canadian Rockies? Yep. Should I do the whole podcast in this voice? Yeah, probably not. Right, sorry. <laughs> All righty. Today, we are tackling... The tall mountain of a topic, staged versus authentic imagery. Mm. A lot's been debated about uh, the merits of both. Some people will uh, pin that authentic badge to their chest and just really got to fly that banner high. But I think there's probably uh, a little bit of both. That probably needs to occur, in my opinion, as a hunting photographer. Yeah. There's opportunity in both. Yeah. I mean, and the name of the game of hunting photography is to do your thing, but also not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Don't um, restrict yourself unnecessarily. I think there's definitely a place for some staged photography. Uh, I guess we had needed to define each, like what, how would you define staged photography? In the hunting space, staged photography to me would be taking a European mounted skull off your wall, throwing it in a backpack, going out in the field and shooting images as if you actually like, you know, shot that elk and we're packing it out in that exact moment. To me, that's staged photography. Do you know the... We could get the sickest shots if we did that. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I, I, I mean, somebody should probably run this idea. If someone can some... open my eyes to the <laughs> potential of sales of doing that, and it's a lot, maybe we'll consider doing that. Okay, think of it this way. Here's a, here's a stage shot that would be epic. You really probably couldn't tell other than it would be just a hard shot to get. Like, take the biggest elk or even one antler that you have in your house. Yeah go set up a hunter just on like the downhill side of a, of a big hill and then have somebody run on the other side and just hold the tip of the antler mm-hmm. up or hold the rack up just so you can see the top of the rack. Like I've thought about that too. Yeah. When mule deer, like you could be at like full draw yeah. and there's just a rack. I mean, that's kind of bad that we're giving people that idea because someone's going to go shoot it now, but yeah. it's probably already been shot many times. I'm sure it has. And the crazy thing, like yeah. you can't tell, but if somebody was doing that and suddenly they had like, 10 sick shots like that yeah. like to me that's kind of a i wouldn't say it's a once in a lifetime thing but like if you hunt a lot and shoot photos a lot of hunting yeah. you, you in <laughs> maybe you could get a shot like that once a year yeah but, yeah those are tough shots to get but authentic. as a creative if you're out there doing that like yeah that's not like i think you don't even look at yeah. that as thinking it's a cool moment because you staged it and that to me yeah. that's where the big the problem is with stage photography is that you're not like pushing yourself to like do something cool and and like you kind of rob yourself of that experience you're like yeah it's cool but like i staged it so it's not it's not the big yeah i think that (laughs) staged imagery can still have a 
strong impact for most people. I just think that an authentic image, like you can't take much away from it. And it just comes across as like the real deal every time. People can fake some images and most people wouldn't know. But at the end of the day, uh, if you can get it authentically, it trumps staging it. I guess for me, there's like two definitions of staged. The first would be staging something and making it look authentic as hell, you know. And that could be a, a couple of different things. I mean, I've never like went back out into the, to the field to recreate something, but there's definitely been times like maybe get back to the truck and I kind of see a scene that looks cool and I'll like stage a pack or the rack or a position, a person. Like I would define that as staging a photo, even though it's kind of an authentic setting. Yeah. Um, and then the second definition is just like totally like it's kind of what you were saying would be like taking your European mount, like throwing it in your pack and like, okay, today we're going to hike up on the sick ridge line, just shoot pack out photos. And it makes zero sense. You'd never be up there. For me, the second one's a no, no, for sure. The first one has its place. Yeah. The or, first one, I mean, I think, I think to capitalize on some of the most beautiful you know, uh, settings out there, say you get really epic light and you're like, Oh, I just need to like position this slightly differently. Or like, yeah. Hey, you're directing someone. Hey, like instead of glassing here, glass to the left. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe they're not actually glassing anything, but like you're actually out there doing it. Sure. Um, and to me, like that's totally fine. Yeah. If you're out there doing what you're depicting, like you could say, yeah, you staged that because you directed what happened in front of the camera, but the action and everything that you're depicting is authentic in what you were actually doing that day. Yeah. <laughs> so which one trumps? I think the action of what you're doing that day trumps. Yeah. Like you're saying, sometimes someone might be sitting on a glassing knob and if they move like three feet to their right and glassed like 30 degrees the other direction, it would make for a way better image. And it's like, why would I not? Oh, yeah. Or they're Say, glassing with hey, their left eye and you're yeah. like, hey, use your right eye. Or like, little hey, move. when you're glassing, you have your tongue hanging out. Can you close your mouth? <laughs> You oh know, man, that like is weird glassing faces, dude. You get some really <laughs> like hey, See, just you're just trying to make your subjects look better. They're gonna be stoked about that. Like yeah. or that. like maybe <laughs> like their belly buttons showing or like their butt crack is when they're like, you know, glassing and you know, maybe it might make a great image, but also maybe you <laughs> want to use that image and like, hey, pull your shirt down yeah. or <laughs> See and there's some I don't even know what the right terminology, some absolute haters out there that would be like, if someone's butt crack was showing, as long as it wasn't theirs, they'd be like, you know, if, if you asked them to change that, or like, hey, your butt crack's showing, like, they'd be like, oh, that's stage, that's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, and they would ride you to the grave about it. And I'm like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, you're out there trying to make a product look good at the end of the day. You're trying to have a cool experience, show a really cool, unique experience, like, we want to show it in its best light possible. Yeah. And if your job is to make a living at this, like you yeah. need to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Um, for me, the most common like thing that I would say is directing people on like where to walk or communicating what it is I need from them to make the best image possible. And some people, 
some people, well, yeah, maybe. We should probably film this. Frick. All right, minor pause. We decided we All should right, probably well, film this. This will be the, this will be, we'll do, we'll keep going. So temporary technical difficulties, because we were going to film this for our course as part of coursework on stage versus authentic, but we'll just do a quick wrap here and we'll probably end up dropping this as a free little nugget. Yeah. It's a great intro to it. Yeah, absolutely. This is like a one piece of millions, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I mean, there's a lot of awesome insight in the course. So quick um, note on what do we have? 60 modules, like video modules. Yeah. There's like 60. It'll probably be like 40 ish. Yeah. We're kind of lumping stuff together. Yeah. So we're actually today, tomorrow, and Thursday building coursework, like at least 12 hours a day, trying to get some stuff done. So we're in the process. Um, yeah. Staged versus authentic, though. Um, I don't know where I want to go with this now at this point, but I mean – Strive for authentic. If you can't get what you need authentically, sometimes it's okay if you're out actually doing the activity to direct the action a little bit. Yeah. And if a brand comes to you and they're willing to pay you a bunch of money and they're like, hey, like, we want this type of shot and you don't have that, but they're willing to, like, pay you to go create it, like, yeah, that's a dilemma. That is a real dilemma. Because yeah. if they're willing to pay, if they're going to pay you ten grand to go on some shoot where you have to do it all staged, yeah, and you're trying to make it, like, yeah. At the end know. of the day, <laughs> it comes down to what your client wants. And some people, I mean, I guess I've never had a client that said I want only authentic imagery. And some people are going to want just. I mean, it's harder on the product side of things to not dream up some scenarios that would make the product look good. Like, I might dictate a hunter's action a little bit in the field to get something that's more visually appealing for the product. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Hey, why don't you cross the creek on that log instead of just walking through it? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Hey, why not? Hey, (laughs) soon it slowly merges into like, hey, I brought this European skull. You mind carrying this for 100 yards? Through the creek, no one's ever done it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we were just looking <laughs> through some magazines, and it was like back-to-back ads from two different companies. It was like the exact same shot, like guy packing out an elk skull, mm-hmm. like across creek. And you're like, really? Like that was cool, like five years ago. Yeah. And now, like, I think the rest of the industry caught up to whatever that first brand was that posted something like that. And now it's they're yeah, all trying to like do on it. the video front, it was like the slow motion boot through a puddle. <laughs> It's been just played out hard. All righty. That's a short rundown on stage versus authentic. Tune into the whole course to get more. We're going to have more podcasts coming out on all kinds of crazy outdoor hunting photography topics, guests, serious gold nuggets in there. Oh, yeah. The goal is to just educate people better on the industry, and I think that'll have, like, benefits for kind of everybody. Brands are kind of swaying towards being a little bit aggressive on trying to shice people out of money. And I think that uh, 
more educated people would limit some of that and just maybe people would have a better comprehension of like what it takes to capture some of these images and why they're valuable. I don't think like some of the brands are intentionally trying to like, eh, I just don't want to pay you as much money. They just, it's people are allowing it to be easier for them to spend less money on photography. And I mean, the way that we create content, disseminate content, use content's always changing. So that's going to fluctuate regardless, but hopefully the goal is just uh, more education, more better, right? More better, bigger oh. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Uh, yeah. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. And as always, check us out on Instagram at the hunting photog. That's P H O T O G. And if you guys are interested in pursuing hunting photography at the professional level and actually making money and a living doing it, definitely check out our online course and mentorship. It's the best and really only educational platform available. It's found at thehuntingphotographer.com. And this is going to give you all the tools you're going to need to go out there and crush it. You also get one-on-one mentorship time with both myself and Stephen Drake. And we open you up to our network within the industry, which is huge. So if you guys are interested in that, go to the website and check it out.